Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Work Alchemy podcast, conversations about impact, where entrepreneurs and leaders share how they have impact, the sweet moments, and the challenges. I'm your host, Ursula York. I help entrepreneurs grow successful businesses that make a difference in the world. Impact is more than mission, more than purpose, even more than your why. Impact is where your unique self and business meet the world and contribute to making it better for all of us. These stories are here to inspire and energize you so you can have your own unique impact. Today's guest on the podcast is Dominique Antilio. Dominique is a sophrologist specializing in stress management, self-development, and birth preparation. Born in Switzerland, Dominique started working with sophrology at 15 years old, learning early ways to positively connect with herself and embrace a new way of living. She founded Be Sofro, a leading sophrology clinic in London. She supports and inspires a wide variety of clients individually and in groups and works with schools and in the corporate environment. Welcome to the podcast, Dominique. I'm really glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to join the conversation today. Yeah, me too. So you've had an interesting career path. I know you were originally an osteopath, and now you've moved to full-time working with clients in sophrology. What led you on this path? So basically, it's, it's really my own health. So when I was 15 years old, I suffered a time where I was extremely tired without really understanding why. And I had fainting episodes and uh, recurrent infections. So my, my body was clearly struggling. So uh, it's my GP in Switzerland that uh, sent me to visit a sophologist at the time. And I had no idea what a sophologist was. But I was quite desperate to understand why my body was not uh, supporting me uh, as it was before. So I decided to give it a go. And um, I was shown some very simple technique of, of breathing, relaxation, visualization. Uh, it's actually a very unique combination of these techniques and called sophology. And, um, and within five weeks, I completely transformed my energy levels. I, wow. I understood why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And, and at 15 year old, it really gave me a kind of confidence and insight that um, I have resource within myself and I can connect with these resources. And if I'm, I am connected to how I feel, uh, how I truly feel, then uh, there's a, a lot of strength and, and awareness that comes from that that can help me in daily life. So that, that was the beginning of my, um, of my journey with health, basically. Mm. Well, and, and uh, that whole practice of sophrology, it's, it's uh, quite popular in Europe, I understand from your book, and people in North America were just getting to, to know a bit about it. So tell us, what is sophrology and why is it so valuable? Yeah, so um, so sophrology, it's, it's a mind-body practice. So it's, it's a practice you do where you're guided through a unique set of relaxation, breathing, movement, and visualization. And that combination and the way you guide it through the exercise is a tool. And it's a tool to connect with um, your sensation in your body, your resources, um, to be able to manage stress, to 
manage anxiety, improve your sleep, and eventually, if you if you're interested, then do a a, a journey of self discovery because the the technique has. 12 levels which are progressive and you you learn and explore uh, different parts of yourself through the method to to know yourself better and to be able to connect to your resources and uh, the method was put together by a neuropsychiatrist in in Spain so um, Alfonso Caicedo he was a professor in psychiatry in a um, hospital in Barcelona and uh, it was quite, uh, you know, his, his passion was to understand how he could help mental health patients uh, with something uh, more gentle than the medication and, and, and technique they had at the time. And so he, he mixed um, some Eastern philosophies and principles with Western medicine and came up with the term sophrology to define the science of consciousness. And, um, and so sophrology is really a tool for consciousness and to um, shift uh, your awareness to a new level. So, um, and, and that, as you said, it's a very well-known technique in, the, on, in continental Europe. And as a Swiss myself, I, I arrived in London eight years ago and I could not believe sophology was not part of the uh, <laughs> medical system like it's in Switzerland, you know? <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, here I am trying to spread the method beyond the continental Europe, as we call it here, and, and then in English-speaking countries where, where it is very new, but, you know, in my country, it's, um, it's used in schools, in school, in sports, famous sports stars have used it, singers, um, you know, corporate people, hospital. Uh, so it's even reimbursed by the, the, some of the health insurance in Switzerland. So it's, it's mm. established, you know. Mm. Well, I know in Europe there's uh, more emphasis on alternative medicine methods, so I'm not surprised to hear that it's more popular there. I think uh, that kind of thing is is catching on um, more in other countries in North America as well. And, and as you were speaking, it made me think of the, the rise in awareness about mindfulness and um, practices that are becoming integrated into or at least being discussed in the workplace, which uh, is, is kind of a new development here. So how do you see sophrology fitting into um, the workplace in terms of being able to implement practices and have all the benefits of it in that setting? Yeah, I think sophology is a really an, a very valuable tool for people who are working, who have a a fast pace of life, uh, perhaps who, who are hoping to perform, um, maintain an overall balance of, of body and mind and life. Um, the practice is something that you can really implement quite easily in daily life. So you, you perhaps need only 10 minutes a day to start with. Um, just listen to a recording or be guided to a, a very simple set of exercises. And, and what people um, usually discover when they start to practice is that um, the mind comes quite quickly with sophology because the focus initially is on the body. So by doing certain very simple moves, combining the breath, um, 
you easily kind of can distract your mind to towards your sensation and therefore you focus you you let go of your worries and you you kind of ground yourself in your body and learn to balance your body and therefore because mind and body are so connected then it it has a positive impact on your on your mind and your whole consciousness so um so I think I, I see sophology in the workplace for a wide range of issues. I mean I've I've worked with people who have trouble sleeping, who who say they they have their mind racing, uh they wake up at night, they have anxiety before presentations or uh has uh, difficulty finding their confidence to ask a pay rise or imposter syndrome or you know, all these things that in a career, you, you will be faced with the up and down of an entrepreneur and how, how you can have your resilience. So, so I think sophology is, is like a friend along the way, like a tool you, you know you have and, and that connects you with your strengths. And I think it's, it's an invaluable uh, tool these days where everything goes so fast and where, you know, you you know, you have to set the boundaries in this and, and try to find a, a way to, to deal with, with reality in a positive way. Otherwise, you know, a lot of people start to experience symptoms like I did when I was 15, stemming from, from stress and, and anxiety, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and you mentioned resilience, that, that sophrology helps you build resilience. I think that's such an important trait for an entrepreneur that uh, we're able to bounce back after inevitable failures and setbacks and the ability to just stay with it and, and uh, maintain your focus at the same time that you're dealing with various issues so yeah completely um, yeah yeah and you've worked with corporate clients as well um, in in your work yeah you know i i go in for often in groups so so people you know we we choose a theme that's meaningful for for the the company Uh, some they want to like very specific um deal with very specific problems like burnout, prevention of burnout, for example, educating people around the signs and and then giving them practical tools they can start using straight away that are efficient to to maintain this balance, to to prevent these issues. And um you know I think um it depends you know, who is leading the company and, and the importance the company puts on the well-being of, the, of, of their employee. But I think mm. more and more, this is the way uh, company choose to go. And I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to see this because it's, um, it's really part of the growth of a company to, to take care of their employee and make sure if, you, if you're happy and centered and focused and you're going to perform better and it's the only sustainable way to, to really um, lead a business. You know, the people are, are your greatest asset, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, I know that, uh, I, I mean, from what I read in your book, it's, I mean, you've mentioned some things already, the benefits of, of sophrology and uh, impact on performance, stress management, uh, improve your focus, more creativity, communicate better under stress, dealing with the inevitable failures, and work relationships. So it's very wide ranging. And I wonder, Dominique, if you could talk a little bit about how, how does 
a sophrology practice help you with work relationships? Because that's one that kind of popped out at me is, is a little surprising. Yeah, you know, I think like if you know who you are, if you know who, what are your values, if you're able to feel confident and trust yourself, know that you have this resilience you can feel within through the practice of sophology, then inevitably you're going to be able to be less reactive and more proactive, you know, and, and when, when you have relationship and sometimes tense moment with colleagues or, or with a, a boss, and if, if you have that, that, that ability to stay centered and have a good um, relationship with stress rather than, than being overwhelmed, the quality of your relationship will be very different. And, um, you know, sometimes it just takes 10 minutes really to just come down, take a few breaths, uh, calm yourself, and then you, you have a next conversation and that conversation is completely different, you know, the mm-hmm. way you approach things, the way you're going to answer questions, the, the, the things you're going to bring up, the inspiration, the creativity in the moment will be different. And I think um, it stems from that practice. It's just an, 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 an added um, benefit, really. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can see people wondering how how my how does this fit in with other uh, well being practices like yoga and meditation and other mindfulness practices. How do you, how do you see is the sophrology replace those or is it an addition to that? No, I think um, nothing replaces anything. I think in that field, it's about what you resonate you know some people have found their way of distressing and they tell me for me this is gardening or this is walking with my dog and that's what works for me i think sophology is a wonderful option if you are interested in uh, doing a practice that goes deep deeply in the in the mind body connection and and um, i think that's that's the power of sophology is to connect body and mind and understand through that connection that's within that connection you have a lot of resource and and it sounds a bit weird for people who've never practiced because it's it's something you experience rather than something you can explain but Mm -hmm. when for example your body relaxes in the sitting position and you're enjoying a nice body scan and some breathing you will rapidly have um, a state of mind that change your mood will be different and and therefore the world will look different so so i think um compared to perhaps yoga for example where sophology for example you don't need to change you don't need a yoga mat you don't sweat so basically for people who are really busy and have only 10 minutes a day might want to start with something like that because it's it's just very adaptable to your daily life um, and it can be complemented by yoga because sophology doesn't give you that like stretch and strengthening of your muscles so i think it's always good to complement um, uh, sophology with a, a more physical activity mm-hmm. uh, and, and then with meditation or mindfulness, a lot of people report that basically it's easier for them to practice sophology 
to get a, a calmer mind because of that relation with the body and the, the deep connection we have with the body, with sophology, and we really use the body and our biology to influence the mind. So I think that's a, one of the main differences um, with uh, mindfulness that people really enjoy, but they can also be practiced um, together, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm very, I'd love to explore a little more something you just said, which is we use the body, our biology, to influence the mind. Yeah. Can you speak a little more about that? Yeah, so basically, you know, the body is, uh, is really um, a, an incredible uh, place where we, we have all our resource, our capacity to calm is not only something we have in the mind, but it's also something that happens in the body as you, you, as you experience your life and your emotions or as you watch a, an intense scary film or something like that. You, you have reaction in your body and, and the bo- both are, are really intimately connected. So if you learn to... Um, understand or feel those those sensations in your body and refine the awareness of your body, perhaps noticing parts of your body that you hadn't really paid attention to or perhaps um, uh, understanding where you put your stress in your body and how with your breath or certain moves you can unlock those tensions. Um, as you take care of your body in terms of awareness and, and energy, you will uh, impact your your mind because the two are so connected. And uh, not only that, but for example, all our experience are stored in the body. So people who've gone through trauma, Mm -hmm. but also the happy experience of life, they're all stored in your body. So when you close your eyes and you refine the awareness of your body, eventually you have access to all these information which are in your body through the tool of sophology. And there's a lot of things that you can clear and let go of or, or, or stimulate like the positive strengths that you've had. We, we work with the past and the future in sophology, which is also different with other meditative practice. So we learn to ground in the present, but we also uh, bring memories in the relaxed state a certain visualization that uh, connects us with the positive aspect of our past or prepare ourselves in a positive way for the future. So we learn to, you know, to really explore the wide range of, of, um, of aspects within ourselves. And, and within that, there's a lot of strengths that perhaps we have inside, but we had never realized we could connect with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. Well, I, I'm wondering what's it like to work with a sophrologist like you, like what, what's it like when you, when you first start and, and how do you begin with people? So I usually, it, it really depends what they come for, but most of my clients, they come because they want to solve something. So some it's about anxiety, some it's about uh, changing some, something in their life or dealing positively with relationships. Some are preparing for an exam or a presentation. Um, some have health issues. So they usually start by 
explaining a little bit about how they feel, what they struggle with. Uh, I also ask them a little bit about their lifestyle just to understand um, holistically how they live, what they eat. But, you know, because of my background in osteopathy, I really look at people kind of holistically to understand where they are and what the, the best way forward really and then we, we decide together on, on, you know, what's the primary um, issue that we need to address together. And some, it might be recuperation for people who are extremely tired. We can use sophology to um, inst- instore some recuperation every day so then they can start to work on themselves later. Some it's about preparing for an event. Some it's about uh, clearing some old tension and, and, and trauma they've been through. And then I tailor the exercise, the practical exercise for them, which I record on, um, on a, a device. And then I send them the practice. And they tell me if they want a 5-minute, 10-minute, 20-minute practice. And then, and then they start their practice at home after the session. And the next week or two weeks after, we meet again. And we, we just observe what has been the journey. And, and quite quickly, because of the impact of the, the tool, they start to describe uh, things that are different or, or things they struggle with. Or, and we... we we, we kind of build the path of self-discovery together through the practice. Um, and it's really the tool that, that uh, activates the transformation and, um, and, and our connection of exchange uh, also supports that, um, you know, because I have quite a lot of year of experience now. So sometimes I can also, you know, perhaps ask a question or just help them just to, unlock one aspect of awareness within that 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 conversation with her we have so it's quite mm-hmm. can be quite therapeutic you know um and uh and then they have the tool because the the, the way i see sophology is really that it makes them independent with the tool after a while so not only they solve an issue but then they have a, a life skill that they, they are able to use in many situations of daily life uh, because sophology can be applied to a, a very wide range of, of feeling and tension and issues or, and that's something they then have for life, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I wonder, if would you be willing to kind of take us through a really simple practice that you begin with? There's a, a number of practices in your book, and I've... I've tried uh, many of them, and uh, I I'm, was surprised by how quickly my perception shifted as a result of doing the exercise. So I'd love for the audience to have a little experience of it, since it's so new to most of us. Yeah, would you you like to, would you like me to guide you through a little practice, or would you like me to explain the the basic because. I think, if, for example, if we have an audience that's driving, I would, I would hate to do this here because I would be worried <laughs> that somebody will really relax and, and then, you know, so I, I think okay. it might be a little unsafe, but... but sure. You know, yeah, <laughs> no, please go ahead. Go ahead and explain then. I, I, I take your point. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> um, no, uh, so, so the, the, the whole method is practiced in a state that we call... Uh, dynamic relaxation so you actually 
through the initial body scan, which you can do standing or sitting, a body scan is simply a way of, of being aware of the different parts of the body and inviting the body to relax. Uh, whether you manage or not doesn't matter. It's the intention that counts. So initially, I, I just mentioned the different parts of the body and people are inviting their body to relax. And by the end of that process, which can take... Um, 30 seconds to 10 minutes depending on the time the person wants and has the patience for the focus for um, usually people are in a state a more relaxed state and the brain changes the brain wave it goes into alpha brainwave state which is a meditative meditative state sorry and then from that meditative state we can start to activate consciousness which means we are going to either use the breath and um, start to work through uh, clearing tension through the body using our intention our exhale we will focus on different parts of the body which will we call systems so in sophology we we have five region we section the body in five uh, regions to be able to uh, focus on them and, and release tension. We might include standing moves, which are described in my book. Some are very simple head rotation, uh, shoulder, little shoulder pumps, or different, uh, which all stem from yoga, but have been revisited by Alfonso Caicedo to bring awareness of the, on the body and start to increase your awareness of sensation and therefore uh, stop being in the mind you know mm -hmm. and then and then we have sets of uh, visualization as well so once we've grounded in the body we've calmed the nervous system down we've kind of balanced and oxygenate the the brain then we can use for example let's say you have a competition coming or a presentation to do we use certain type of positive visualization where we guide the client uh, to find by themselves some images to get ready uh, where they for example visualize the um, the the competition unfolding in the most positive way or they're able to maintain a state of calm through a presentation and because you repeat those exercises day after day you create new connection in your brain and when the events come or when a challenge comes it's almost like your brain has seen this already and it's, it's just ready to to find out with less stress and therefore you can perform better or feel here and and just uh, get out of the fight uh, fight or flight response that uh, we go so easily into and even with a strong noise or um, a fear or or stress or an emotion thank you for walking us through that i think it's so helpful for people to get a flavor of what the practice is like and what's what's involved so thanks for thanks for uh, going through that and explaining it you're welcome um, yeah so is is this practice hard to do if you're somebody who has high energy and has trouble sitting for meditation for example not at all because for example this week i had two clients who told me straight uh, when they came in i don't want to meditate i don't want to sit i i can't bear uh, closing my eyes i get very bored you know so we mm -hmm. said okay fine we start standing with the eyes open 
and all the level one exercise of sophology, which are those, those different exercises I described earlier, can be done with eyes open, standing, and, and just shifting all these tension and the adrenaline that floats around the body. And then eventually, when people have had these moves and this conscious connection with the body, they they're usually very happy to sit and, and, and can get in touch with the parts of them that, that actually can rest and, and enjoy that, that time of rest. So that's, you know, sophology is very adaptable. Once you know the basics, you can play with those tools so it matches your personality or your needs. Mm-hmm. Well, that was one of the questions I had, actually, because there's many practices in the book. And it, is there an order in which you do them? Or, or it sounds like you can just pull out individual practices for circumstances like tools in a toolkit. Is that fair to say? Yes, I think it's fair. It's both. I think there's a, there's a real progression in the practice so that you're you are uh, tuning into consciousness in, in, in the most efficient way. So definitely with my student and through my book, I've, I've shown that structure that you can simply follow, which is quite easy. And then once you've done that structure once, then you will, um, you will feel what works best on the spot for you. And some people prefer movement, some people prefer breathing, some people people uh, prefer visualization and therefore you can extract what works for you and 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 go deeper in that aspect so i think it's um it's a bit of both actually hmm. well i'm i'm really curious you've had many years of practice now you've had your own personal experience with sophrology what do you feel is the impact that sophrology has on people I think it's it's really about connecting them with themselves, which I think is the greatest gift we can have because I think life is never as exciting and empowering and, and interesting and meaningful uh, as when you are connected to why, who you truly are. And, and I think that's, that's, sophology is definitely a tool that allows you that and that's, that's why I'm so passionate about it. Mm. Yeah, it really goes much deeper than than just stress management or helping people with sleep or anxiety, although it certainly does that too. Yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dominique, I always uh, end these interviews with a rapid round of three questions. Are you, are you ready? I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first question is, what is the biggest thing you've learned about having impact? Mm, uh, the joy the joy that it makes me feel I think um, yeah I think um, and the, the the joy and feeling grateful about about it you know I think when when you you feel you have an impact it's it's such a happy place to be you know it's mm-hmm. such a, an honor as well you know it's uh, yeah it's, it's the best place to be really yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Second question is, what's the one thing you've consistently done that's contributed to your success and impact the most? Kindness, I think. Mm. It's, it's, um, it's so tempting sometimes to, you know, just rush and, 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 and be a bit, you know, selfish or 
uh, when you're busy and active. But I think, yeah, I think that I really value that aspect of kindness in, in every aspect of whether it's business or um, therapy or I think, in, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm not always managing. I mean, I'm not. This, I'm far from being perfect, but I. It's something that I've always tried to remi- remain because that's at the core of my my values. Mm. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I feel exactly the same way. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> the last question is: What's one piece of advice or an insight you'd share with someone who's asking? I want to have more impact. How do I do that? What would you say to them? Um, I would say connect to yourself and persevere because I think I think impact comes from knowing what you're good at and, and knowing yourself, but also from persevering in one way. And although sometimes you, you don't think you have an impact, I think it's by by continuing and pushing that that at some point you you will and 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 also i also think on the opposite that sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and that we should not uh, forget that we have impact just by being and that that if you are connected with yourself and respect how, how you feel you you have an equal impact and it's not always about being in action or being it's it's just being who you really are and that's 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 sufficient in in a lot of ways you know mm-hmm. yeah i i absolutely agree and we're we're there's so much pressure on us to take action and and do things and uh your way of being in the world, just the way you show up every day is, is uh, a form of impact right there. Yeah. 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 Thank you for bringing out that element. That was great. Well, Dominique, thank you so much for joining us today. I think this practice is such an amazing addition to uh, the, the things that we can all be doing to take care of ourselves better, to, really become who we are more fully and and really connect with ourselves so that we can we can have impact in the world um, so thank you so much no, for, for sharing all of that thank you Sulat. it was a pleasure for me too and i if people want to get in touch with you what's the best way for them to reach you so they can visit my website. It's www.bsofro. So it's B-E-S-O-P-H-R-O dot com. And um, uh, that's it. They can, uh, you know, they can discover my book or watch videos of sophology and uh, learn more about the practice and, and try it. Mm, wonderful. And I know that your book, and I'll mention the title again, The Life-Changing Power of Sophrology, it has it recommends that you connect with your website to uh, have the audio available so you don't have to read and try to do the practice at the same time. Yeah, totally. I think um, it's a practice, so it needs to be guided at the beginning. So I've created um, 13 short practices of um, between seven to ten minutes so people can easily practice in daily life and uh, you just put it on and and follow the the guided meditation and then you can uh, you can experience sophology wonderful well thank you again dominique and thank you for the work you're doing in the world 
thank you. I, I, I thank you as well for, for yours. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Join us for more episodes. Subscribe to the Work Alchemy podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio so you'll know as soon as new episodes are available. You can even help spread the word. Leave a review if you like what you've heard. Thanks for listening. Until next time, for ongoing support so you can have your own impact, join our community of entrepreneurs like you by liking the Work Alchemy Facebook page.